Hey there, it's Alec, here to remind you to check the trigger warnings in the description of today's episode. And should you need a transcript, you can find that along with other goodies in the description down below. Have a safe listen. Mythale presents Circe's Episode 18, Interrogation. I'm here to see Frank Magison. Follow me. Okay, here we are. Thank you. Excuse me, Mr. Magison? What's it to you? Well, seems you aren't so keen on the vow of silence after all, huh? If you're here to just pester me, I advise you to move right along. Okay, I came here just to talk to you, alright? Are you from the media? No, I'm just one of the therapists from the other unit. Then why are you here? Because I read your account of what happened, you know, the day your family died. You keep their names out of your mouth, you hear me. This is not just a story you tell over a cup of coffee. It's the most traumatic event of my life. I... I can only imagine. I am not here to scrutinize you, alright? I just have a couple of questions. And if I agree to help you, what then? I'll be honest, there isn't much I can do. But is there anything specific that you're looking for? I want a photo of my wife and daughter. They didn't allow me one. Now that I can... I can do. Alright. What have you got for me, then? First of all, have you been in the criminally insane ward since you got here back in 2018? Yeah. Never left it. Okay. Do the names Jeremy Spring and Kayla Thompson mean anything to you? Never met them, but I have heard plenty of talk about them from the doctors and therapists around here. They tend to gossip when they think we aren't listening. Somehow that doesn't come as a surprise. All I know is that they went missing not too long ago. They threw a massive fuss when all that was found in Kayla's room was a blood trail. I don't believe the CCTV found anything. Wouldn't know. I haven't checked them myself, but I assume the police did. I suppose so. With Jeremy, I think it shocked them even more, since there wasn't even the slightest trail of anything left behind. What did they say? It's like he just vanished throughout the night, or something like that. You keep up with the office gossip. It's not like I have anything better to do, is it? Guess not. So they don't seem familiar to you? Never seen them in my life. What about this woman? 
Still no clue. Her name is Simone Donahue. Take a good look at her. Do you think I somehow got out of my cell and murdered this random woman that I have never met? Her body was found with three gashes in different spots of her body. It carries resemblance to your own case. You have nothing to lose here, so I would advise you to be honest with me. If you came here just to accuse me of murder, I would like you to leave. These are my patients, Mr. Magison, and I can't help but notice the red string that's almost tying you to these murders. I want to find the people that went missing, and I want them to be alive. How would I even manage to get out of here, Doctor? Let alone get away with murder. You have cameras and alarms all over the place. So even if I got out, you would know before I was even able to leave. Trust me, I know it should be impossible. But only as impossible as two patients going missing without a trace. I didn't kill any of them. I have lived in regret since what happened to my wife and daughter. I don't think I would have been able to move on if I had taken another life, let alone three. I'm... I'm sorry, Frank. It's just... I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on here. I have lost three very good people, and I am horrified about who could be next. I do sympathize with the stress you must be under, Doctor. And I see how my case seems similar to both the discovered body of Simone and the two missing victims. But I had no way of getting out of this place. I'm not your guy. Yeah, cause God forbid it would be easy. Did they really find nothing? No sign of forced entry or DNA samples in the room? No, the only DNA they were able to extract were the ones of the victims, which really doesn't shed much light upon what must have happened. Not to cramp your style, but perhaps you should check the CCTV yourself. Even if the police had done it already, it wouldn't hurt to check. It does seem like the only lead I have left. At least you haven't fully given up. Were there any more questions you had for me? I was wondering about something else. Well, I'm all ears. I know this is a bit of a touchy subject for you, but did anything strange happen the day your family died? The session didn't exactly go in much detail on the matter. It was written awfully close to the event. I didn't exactly feel like spilling my guts at that moment. I admit that there was something I decided to leave out. Do you feel comfortable telling me what it is? I'm desperate for any sort of lead on this case. Since you've already read my account of the event, I won't go too far into detail. I saw something that I chose to leave out because I feared it would only further encourage the assumption that I had gone insane, but I highly doubt things can get much worse for me now. It's not exactly as if I have the ability to leave, so hell, why not? I can't fully explain what I saw since it almost seemed to be just at the edge of my vision. I know it's impossible, but I am fairly sure that it wasn't a person, despite the shape being very similar to a human being. It was once I saw the bodies in the basement that I first noticed it. The being was in the far corner. What I could kind of make out was a tall and slender body, but what made me doubt its humanity was the large number of eyes on its face. Almost like a spider, you might say. They seemed pitch black and stared me down with such hatred. But when I turned to look at it, 
The corner was empty. Did it just appear that one time? I think it watched me murder my family. It seemed gleeful, but it was hard to say since the being didn't have anything that resembled a mouth, just watchful eyes. I'm unsure if this is a help or if it just further complicates the matter. I apologize for the confusion, but it feels good to finally have that off my chest. I haven't told anyone about that, so please, can we keep that between you and me? I will keep your secret. And I understand why you didn't put that in your session. It does sound rather unrealistic. You know, I have realized that saying someone made you do it often doesn't end well for the person proclaiming such things. Therapists do not like that explanation. Thank you for trusting me with this, Mr. Magison. No worries. Anything else you need? Not as far as I remember, but can you do me a favor? What do you need? If you hear any more gossiping about anything that might seem relevant to my cases, can you ask one of the doctors to bring me a letter, or maybe just get me to come down to see you? Sure. Who should I say that I wish to talk to? My god. It slipped my mind to introduce myself. Elias Emanuel Short. I work on most of the other units, just don't have the qualifications for the criminally insane ward. However, I will see if Cairo can get me written up as one of your contacts. I'll keep my ears open for possible clues. Not like there's much else to do. Actually, could you hold on a second? This had been tucked into your file. It's a photo of your family, right? Yes. That's my girls. Now, keep it safe for me, will you? I hope it will make things a little easier for you. Thank you, Elias. No worries. Oh, uh, by the way, how was the visit to the criminally insane unit? So, here's the thing. I was so sure I had already solved this case. Simone had almost the exact same wounds as Hope and Evangeline Magison. If you look at the two photos side by side, it's almost uncanny. So, of course, I assumed that the murders must be Frank Magison. I stopped by the criminally insane unit to have a chat with him, hoping he would have some kind of reaction to the photos of his victims, but he just shut it down with a logical explanation. Alright, Sherlock. What did he say exactly? Well, Watson, he told me to watch the CCTV footage from the night the patients went missing, so I did. I have spent the past three hours checking the footage from when Simone passed away. The cameras around her room, the hallways, and, of course, the camera outside of Frank's room. Well, any leads? Detective? No, and that's what bothers me. There is no record of his room being opened and the cameras show no one exiting throughout the night. I checked for all the other victims as well, and nothing. Wait, nothing at all? There must be something that stood out. 
Well, now that you mention it, there was one thing. All right, now we're getting somewhere. Spit it out, Carrot Top. What have you got for me? Just let me show you. Yeah, I don't see what I'm supposed to be looking at. Just hold on a second. Wait, it just cuts out? Yes, it seems to have some pattern for all the victims. Just before they're taken, the cameras seem to malfunction for just a second. But there is no way it's humanly possible to murder or kidnap something in but a second. Hmm. You said something about cameras in the hallway, right? Have you checked those? There is no malfunction on any of the cameras in the hallway, which was one of the things that shocked me. The videos couldn't even have been tampered with. I checked every single camera. Dude, you really need a hobby. Can we focus on the vanishing body and not my lack of leisure pursuits? Or a girlfriend. I'm still gay, Cairo. Wait, since when? Since... always? <laughs> Why didn't I know about this? I am pretty sure I told you this already. I'm pretty sure I would have remembered it if you did. So no, this is news to me. Well, Bob's your uncle, I suppose. Wait, who's Bob? Aren't you... British? Who said I'm British? Your dialect, I thought. Never mind, just... Focus on the subject at hand, because I don't know where to go from here. Uh, right. Uh, I s suppose we'll just have to keep an eye out for anything that might seem suspicious. There isn't really anything else we can do. I'm just scared that our inability to act will lead to more dead bodies, and it'll feel like our fault. I know what you mean, but I really don't see how this all connects. Perhaps you're right. Let's just get out of here. I'm right behind you on that one. Circe's is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Today's episode featured Alexander Bauna as Elias Short. Joe Kilcar as Frank Magason, and Henry Johannesson as Cairo Timor. Audio edited by Henry Johannesson and El Sadi. Manuscript edited by Rita Bauna and El Sadi. And written by Alexander F. Bauna. Like what we do? Tell your friends or loved ones about our show, or support us on Ko-fi where you can buy art or donate whatever you feel comfortable with. Want to get to know us? Follow us on social media or join our public Discord server. All links are down below. Thank you for listening.